you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. A beautiful morning live here in New York City, Friday, September 9th. My name is Jamie Erdahl alongside Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, and a Super Bowl champion, Jason McCourty. And it's Friday, which means we watched live action football last night. And beautiful football it was for one team in particular. Mm. Should we get into this puppy? We, we, I think we Why should not? because we have so much to talk about and yes. I can't I can't even go a direction. Let's go so fast steady my friends defending world champion LA Rams they hung a banner unbelievable a torching Jalen Ramsey looked lost there was a miscommunication in the secondary we're going to talk all about it and the Bills cooked the champs by three touchdowns on the road to start what is supposed to be a very special season, 1-0 in resounding second-half fashion. And then Josh Allen's energy comes way down, and his business face gets right on. Asked after the game, after all the hype, Josh, did the Bills really need this win against the defending champions to make a statement? No, we needed to win a game. Yes, we needed to put our best foot forward, try to execute the way we know we can execute, and just try to win a game. That's all. You know, 1-0 each week is, is our mindset, playoff caliber. That's what we're trying to do. That's what Coach McDermott preaches us. And that's what, you know, our mindset and mentality is every time we step in our facility is what can we do to allow ourselves the opportunity to go 1-0 this week? That was in-season form for Kyle, reading that highlight. Okay. It, was such, it was so beautiful. Football's <laughs> back. The Bills, they're on point. They came to play last night in Los Angeles. We've got takeaways from this huge win at SoFi Stadium for the Buffalo Bills to kick off the 2022 season. You guys, we have these sheets in front of us. The stats are uh, resounding. But the feel, the feel from the game was really what you took away from it, Peter. Yeah, that's my big big takeaway, Jamie, is that like it, it looks like the Bills belong. We had a lot of questions uh, throughout the last few weeks, like, we're getting all this hype. They're crowning the Bills, but have they earned it? Whether they've earned it in the playoffs or not, they looked the part, and their swagger 
last night in SoFi Stadium as Jay Balvin's performing, and we're Tanache's out there with the national anthem, and we're we're lifting the banners, and we're doing all that. Odell is out there. Then you get Jordan Phillips back in the lineup. A beast. Boogie Basham is making plays. They're knocking balls around. Let's go. This is in the defending champions building. If you watch this game, it looked like you were talking about a team that had already been crowned something and another team that was just trying to fight to stay on the field. It said 10-10 at halftime. It felt like that thing could have been 31-10 at half. Mm -hmm. And then it was 31-10 at the end of the game. They didn't give up another point. We can go through the stats, Jamie. I mean, they didn't punt last night. Sam Martin signed last week, never got in the field. They went 9 of 10 on third downs on offense. And every single time Stafford went back, he was pressured. Seven times he was sacked. And not only did they dominate on the field, they looked apart. They came off the bus ready. They danced, they partied. It's only week one, but I'm already thinking, did I make the wrong Super Bowl choice going and zagging from the Bills? It looked that dominant. And the Rams look listless. The Rams are not a bad team. I think a lot of teams are going to look listless against that Bills team. Mm. They were the complete squad last night, and I am humbled mm-hmm. by watching that team. Without a doubt. And you talked about swag, and you showed those defensive linemen getting after Stafford, dancing, doing all of those things. What allows that sometimes is the secondary play. And we talked about leading up to the game, Dane Jackson. Jackson's going to be starting out there. Kyrie Elam, but Christian Bedford got to start. But they had young rookies out there, but the way they played. When you watch a game and you didn't hear Collinsworth, you didn't hear Tariqo talking about, oh, Christian Bedford on that play, he has to do this. Sixth round Jackson, yep. he should be here. Kyrie no, those guys were steady the entire game. As a DB, sometimes when you don't hear your name throughout the game, that's because you're out there just doing your job, playing and play out. And for me, watching these young corners and the Bills secondary, Dane Jackson coming up with a big interception yeah. for them on defense. These guys played their butts off, and we all talked about Bedford getting a start over the first rounder. Sometimes it depends upon the scheme you're going to. Keir Elam coming from a man-to-man scheme. The Buffalo played a ton of zone. They didn't blitz not one time not one and had blitz. a ton of sacks, danced around, had a great time. That Bills secondary looked really good compared to what the Rams secondary looked like on the other side. But Brian Dayball leaving is just all going to fall apart. Remember? Remember when we used yeah. to talk about that? The Bills, they, they couldn't possibly handle these expectations and SoFi and the banner. Um, McVay has never lost an opener. Yeah, said Those it. young corners, Jason, they're just going to get picked apart. No, they torched them. Not only do they not punt, it's the second time in three games the Bills have not punted. <laughs> it's true. All right? Like, they, they don't really punt. And here's the thing. What is the cross-section? This is how good they are as a team, as an organization. What is the cross-section between a team that has four turnovers, which they did, and wins by three touchdowns? Mm-hmm. It's very difficult to do that. You have to be amazing as an organization to do that. They didn't play a great game. There was a lot of mistakes. There was messy. There was a stupid fumble by the rookie. Josh Allen threw one bad pass all night and it was picked off over the middle. Peter, this was not the warm-up game against the Jets. This is the world champs, and Donald was there, and McVay was there. In their building. And they're all there. Cooper Cup is there, and they torched them. In the second half, Like it, it was like, stop the fight, throw the towel. If you were worried that the Bills are not going to live up to expectation or don't belong or they suddenly gets too big for them, I would say a very popular phrase these days, don't worry, darling. Uh, we are going to be good. <laughs> we, I, I don't know if they're winning the Super Bowl or not, but uh, oh my God, this we got a juggernaut. You know, they lost to Pittsburgh week one last year. Then they, they lost did. to the Jaguars in a weird game. Like, do you think they got that out of their system? Last night was something different. It was spectacular. It was and, and again, Josh Allen afterwards, yes. locked in. Yep. There's no like, I'm the man. Yeah. No, we just, yeah. just got to win a game. game. That is how he rolls all year. I was so, I'm so glad you brought up Brian Dable because credit to Ken Dorsey for having the humility on a stage like that in week one to not make it seem like this is my offense now. Mm-hmm. I want to put my thumbprint yeah. on this. You have 20 games. 
games to do that, sir. Mm -hmm. uh, on the back end, in late February, we can regale you with stories about how you implemented <laughs> something that was special that made it a Ken Dorsey offense, not a Brian Dable 2.0 offense. He didn't have to do it in week one, and he didn't. The play calling, I think, was spectacular. The execution by Josh Allen with his wide receivers was unbelievable. I'm sorry, this isn't hit numbers. This was drop a ball in in a such particular spot at times. It was unbelievable point guard play. And then I got to check some of the Bills wide receivers because were they putting olive oil on their jerseys and their arms? Because these cornerbacks and the safeties for the Rams were sliding off of the pass catchers. It was buffalo I mean, wing sauce. It was buffalo <laughs> wing sauce and it was slippery and it just, Stephon Diggs, catch a ball, spin move, three guys whiff. Wait, Extra what was couple happening? Yards, Extra couple yards every time. Oh. I, I tweeted this gif that was people just going through a fence post, and it was just, like, that is what the Bills looked like to me last night. Just constant, head forward. This is going to be their whole season. Uh -huh. Just straight through, and that's just, that was their yeah. whole mentality last night, and I loved it. And it's funny you mentioned just sliding through tackles. The Rams don't play anybody in the preseason. You don't tackle mm. in practice. Mm -hmm. So when you get out there in game one, there's already going to be a ton of missed tackles mm. because guys haven't done it for four quarters. But when you get out there and you haven't tackled anybody since February in the Super Bowl, there's going to be a lot of those slipping off missed tackles. So one team looked like they played in the preseason. I don't look sure like did. they did. Yeah. And just look, one last head, like the Von Miller thing was crazy. Wasn't oh. he so good? Crazy. So he good. was so he good. He looked like he was 24 years old, totally refreshed, fast, doing the Von and Miller And the dance is like thing. slow. Like he like will sack his old friend Stafford. And it's like, the, it's a very cool like. Looks we're going to see it a lot. Another person we're going to see a lot this season, Ian Rappaport. We're going to check in now with our NFL Network insider. We saw Aaron Donald get his first sack of the season in a losing effort for the Rams last night. It was impressive in that one moment, but there was a moment also in the offseason that this star player was close to hanging it up. Tell us how close he was. Fascinating situation surrounding Aaron Donald this entire offseason. You're right, we saw him on the field last night looking his dominant self. One sack and of course was one of the big stories of the offseason ending up with the three-year $95 million new contract with a $40 million raise, but how he got here is simply eye-opening. My understanding is when talk stalled, and of course, you know, we heard the rumors of potential retirement really from the Super Bowl on. So when talk stalled in May, his agent, Todd France, sent a letter to the Rams saying that Aaron Donald had decided to retire. The instructions were very simple. Turn it into the league, and he is done. He's accomplished everything he needed to accomplish. Multi-year Pro Bowl or multi-year All-Pro, three-time Defensive Player of the Year, nearly 30 years old, made so much money. He had, a simple, he had simply arrived at peace, and he was done. The Rams said, okay, we understand. We want to honor you. Let's talk about that. Let's just wait a day. Maybe we'll talk tomorrow. We'll see what happens. The two sides talked again the next day, and then the next day, and then talks were a little encouraging, and they're like, you know what? Maybe we can end up doing this new deal. And June 6th, the deal came together, and he got his huge, huge new contract. But, man, Aaron Donald was very, very close to hanging it up for good this offseason. Ian Rappaport, thank you so much. Interesting to offset that with what we saw last night with the LA Rams. Appreciate you. All right, time for Mad Minute presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Week one officially kicked off last night, and we've got a great slate of games coming up on Sunday. So we're going to break down some of the best matchups. We will have 60 seconds on the clock to break down what we are most excited for in each game. So we're going to start <laughs> in the NFC South, the divisional showdown between the Saints and the Falcons in Atlanta. What are we looking for in this, in this game in particular? All right. 
Jameis versus Mariota. This was the first and second pick of a draft several years ago. Yeah. They are now on new teams, and for Mariota's sake, the third team. Very curious to see what we get from Marcus Mariota here. Arthur Smith put his eggs in the Mariota basket, knowing him from Tennessee. And remember, we have these visions of Mariota. This guy won a playoff game in Kansas City a couple years ago. Can still move, and I think he's going to be very, very, very tempted to do an upset special here against the Saints, especially at home. The Falcons, I consider one of the nobody loves us group. I don't think see a single person who picked them to make the playoffs as a wild card or otherwise. And I'm trying a social experiment this week. I'm picking all of them as underdogs. I think mm. the Falcons win this game. Okay, mm. I do. I got the Falcons win at home. All right. Speaking of teams that no one's picking, how about the the Cleveland Browns? Mm. Uh, they head to Charlotte to take on the Panthers in the highly anticipated Baker Mayfield revenge game. It's in Carolina, Deshaun Watson's not on the other sideline. Kyle, what do you got? Mad minute. Let's go. The Cleveland Browns need to win this game as an organization, as a city, as a fan base, as everything. I think it is one of the most. I think it is a top three most important Cleveland Browns game of this decade. The other are two playoff games, and guess who started those playoff games for the Cleveland Browns, the Panthers quarterback. Don't let Baker Mayfield throw five touchdowns on you and say what he's going to say after the game. Cleveland, you need this one. Without a doubt. He said he's off the leash. Miles Garrett needs to grab that leash and put it back <laughs> on him because this is the type of game that you just said. He's going to be fired up. But can Jacoby Brissett come in there and ruin the whole Baker Mayfield headline and go out there and get a win for the Cleveland Browns? Let's see. Christian McCaffrey, what is happening? There was like a shin oh. tweet yesterday. He got cut on shin the shin yeah. by a teammate. But for a second, I thought yeah. shin issue. And I no, thought no, no. I'm a, when I, I, hey, he's not my fantasy team. I know everyone almost pulled their hair out yesterday when they saw anything related to Christian McCaffrey and did not practice heading into week one. But he's all good. Mm -hmm. And I just need him to be Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, just I read it. It was, just, it was a cut. Like, it was a cut. Yeah, but I, but, but he's panic, got great cuts, McCaffrey. But panic ensued, yeah. I swear. No, everything will be fine. Yeah. Eagles are headed to the Motor City to take on the line. What intrigues you in this game? Peter, what you got? The Deuce Staley Bowl. Deuce gets to go against... No, uh, that's a good, like, seventh storyline. The truth of the matter is, a lot of hype on Eagles. Uh, let's see if they can actually deliver. And especially with A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts, so much mm. about their friendship and how they have been to each other's kids' birthday parties. Okay, well, now we need to actually do it. And this defensive backfield for the Detroit Lions, they're not famous, necessarily. Mm. It's a lot of internal confidence that they can do some things in this game. Rookie <laughs> Defensive Player of the Year, Aiden Hutchinson. This is his debut. He was real nice and preseason, but as James Cook found out last night, they hit a little harder in the NFL in week one. So, Aiden Hutchinson, you got this, man. It's my two favorite head coaches in week one That's in the call. league. I love Sirianni and yep. I love Campbell. I hate that one of these guys is going to lose because they're going to be so upset about it. First team all mic'd up on the sideline. I want some major NFL films mic'd up packages after this. Never mind the players for a second. Two most entertaining head coaches in the league right now. Just tune in just to watch those two guys. Uh, meanwhile, guys, AFC North. Yes. Showing no hesitation to start the schedule. Steelers, Bengals battle in Cincinnati right now. What has you excited about Pittsburgh versus Cincinnati Pishrogs? What do they say? Like, this game has no chill? Like, can we ease into Steelers-Bengals nope. week one? No, seriously? No. Bengals. Everyone on the Bengals train right now. And, like, Steelers last year went in and beat Buffalo week one. I, I know that this is a big question mark at quarterback, but this is a divisional round game or divisional matchup. And, gosh, like, I'm very curious to see how both these teams come out here. Bengals, a lot of hype. Got to live up to it now. A lot of yeah, hype. Like you said, there's some quarterback questions in Pittsburgh, but not in Cincinnati. Joe Burrow is the guy, my fellow brother who lost his appendix this preseason. There you go. Nice. I am with you. I'm excited <laughs> to see Joe Burrow back on the field playing in the game. Game, getting the ball to those weapons all over the field. Want to see what Cincinnati has to do. Doesn't matter who's playing quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. If you have Najee Harris coming out of the backfield, I think that will steady things for the Steelers' offense. Plus, George Pickens, we'll see if he can be a star. I think anyone who's under center is fine for the Steelers. It's who they're throwing to and who they're handing the ball off to. Without.
All right, finally, another divisional matchup going down in Miami between the Patriots, who have been there for a month, and the Dolphins. What are you looking for in this game, Jason, besides your brother? Yeah, for me, the, the New England Patriots have a lot of old guys. Devin McCourty's 35, old. Matthew Slater's 36, Nick Falk is like 38. Mm -hmm. I want to see what these old guys can do. They spent the week down in Miami. Will they adjust to the heat? Are they able to come out with a victory down in South Florida? Sometimes old people thrive when they go to Florida. Oh, mm -hmm. Sometimes true. they get freaky. I mean, they, they, they just <laughs> retire and go to Florida. That's it. Um, one of the few remaining bugaboos in Bill Belichick's coaching career is Miami. It, it's a terrible history, so much so that I think they've been there for about six weeks to try to like solve yep. this and get the bad juju out. I like Miami in an upset in this one. I don't mm, even know if it is an upset, not, actually. I think they're favored. Not, I'll, I'll double down that. I like Miami by double digits. I actually like Ooh. New England. You do? I feel like everyone has gone so far against the Patriots. They have. Belichick is like, how could he be 0-3 against Tua Tungavailoa? Belichick That's is. a fact. That's a fact. a fact. He cannot beat Tua. It's like, let me get the offseason. Let me prepare. Everyone is freaking out about the offense. Just be efficient. You know what? Mac Jones can get the job done. I like the Patriots in this one. I wouldn't run from New England in this game just yet. Coming up, Cowboys Bucks Sunday night football. That is absolutely must-see TV. Mm -hmm. Plus, are we still going to talk one more time about Lamar Jackson's contract? He says he's not going to discuss it in the season. Lamar, the season is in less than 48 hours. we got to get into this thing. A few more questions next. Peter, is five burning questions after this. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The 2022 NFL season officially kicked off last night, and yet. I still have some burning questions for the games that haven't been played. Fire. Five burning questions. Number five. 
Let's go out to LA where the game was played last night. And I might have some questions about the Rams this morning, but I also have some questions about the Chargers. And that's whether the Bolts can actually live up to the hype. Okay. Guys, the Chargers are loaded everywhere. Their quarterback might be the MVP. You look at every position on the depth chart, and they've got a superstar. Yeah. And yet, can they live up to that? Take a look at what happened at our NFL media world here. We have an NFL.com. We've got an NFL network. We asked everybody, who's going to win the Super Bowl? The Bills were the overwhelming favorite, and they show the part. The second most picked team to win the Super Bowl this year by our colleagues are the Chargers. Yeah. Chargers didn't make the playoffs last year. Chargers didn't make the playoffs the year before that. In fact, Chargers last eight seasons. <laughs> missed playoffs, missed playoffs, missed playoffs. They made the playoffs and they did pretty well. You're telling me that they have missed the playoffs in seven of the last eight years and everyone's just putting their chips in on the Chargers saying they're Super Bowl champions? It's a lot. It's a lot when you haven't done it before. And I think they can do it. That guy is that good. And this team is that good. The question is, can they live up to that hype? If the Chargers miss the playoffs this year, with all that they have going on, it is one of the great failures that we've seen from a preseason hyped-up team in the history of the league. Can't happen again. They've got to put the deal together, and they've got to get to January. All right, number four. Can Jalen Hurts be the long-term guy in Philadelphia? I'm yep. back to questioning. All right, yep. let me take that prodder in this hot segment yep. and just kind of poke at people. Um, Jalen Hurts looked the part at times last year, got them to the playoffs is the starting quarterback. The Eagles did not even entertain a rookie quarterback. The Eagles didn't even entertain one of these free agent quarterbacks. They didn't go after Matt Ryan. They weren't in the Mariota uh, hunt. They didn't look at any of them. They were like, he's our guy. But he's on a second round contract, still in his rookie deal. And, And you look at it, they've got two first round picks next year. Jalen Hurts has a chance to be undeniable this season. If the Eagles fulfill the expectations and take care of the NFC East and get into maybe the divisional round, or even if they look good in the wild card round, it's enough for Eagles fans and the Eagles brass to be like, we got our guy. But there is a good young crop of quarterbacks coming out of the college game. There are going to be free agent veteran quarterbacks available in March. Jalen Hurts, not a slam dunk to be the long-term guy in, in, in Philadelphia, and yet he has a chance to do just that this season. Number three, my question, who's going to be catching passes from Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay? We don't know yet. In fact, there is a huge emphasis right now that it's going to be the running backs and the tight Some receivers have to step up. Take a look at the receivers on this team and last year's receiving yards. Lazard, 513. Is he playing on Sunday? We don't know. 394 for Sammy Watkins on a different team. Cobb, of course, good underneath guy. Is he going to be a number one? Amari Rodgers, the rookie last year, 45 in limited action. And then you've got three rookies. They didn't go and take a big swing. Devontae Adams left, and it wasn't like they were rushing to fulfill those yards with an individual player. Amari Rodgers has been practicing with the running backs. As the running backs, wearing a single digit. Amari Rodgers, um, very interesting situation. I took the Packers to go to the Super Bowl. (laughs) I think the Packers are going to do it. Mm I don't know how. Like, I don't know how they're going to do it. I just have them because of Rodgers and LaFleur and the defense. But, like, at some point, Romeo Dobbs has to make a huge play on third and seven. And Christian Watson's got to take the top off of NFL corners and say, oh, this is our guy. Big question mark here. Who's going to be catching passes? And how many? Like, is Alan Lazar going to have 100 catches? I'm very fascinated to see how this plays out. Week one, we'll see against the Vikings. Number two, what awaits us in New England? Are they, like going to be bad this year? I don't, I, I, I'm confused. None of us took them to go to the playoffs, which is shocking. They've gone just about every other year. Um, 
But preseason and training camp, there are a lot of question marks. I always point to the local beat reporters. When you got a guy like Mike Giardi, who's so entrenched there, or Tom Curran, who's so entrenched there, and they're being openly honest and critical about things that are going on, and the Patriot coaches have to respond to that, like, it tells me that it's not just made-up hysteria, that there actually might be questions. Joe Judge, he's now in an offensive role. Patricia's now in it. Like, they had to think McDaniels was going to leave at some point. The chosen offensive minds are Judge and Patricia, two guys who are ex-NFL head coaches in the NFL. Um, like, I don't see the Patriots going 5-12, and 12, but based on what, how we talk, and we're like, let's just see how it goes. What's going on in New England? How do you beat that? Number one is Trey Lance. <laughs> As we enter the season, like, I cannot wait for this Bears-Niners game. I just want to see if like Me too. Trey Lance is good. Like I'll see. Is Trey Lance good enough to take the 49ers further than they went last year? Because that's all you're in it for if you're a Niners player. You're like, are we getting to the Super Bowl or not? I don't care about Trey Lance's development this year. Like I am a veteran. And I look at this, this is alarming to me. This is some of his second year quarterbacks. I went with these three because they were the big famous ones, the other two from college, right? Trevor Lawrence, pros, started just about every game last year and then had the college career at Clemson. 53 career starts. Justin Fields, Georgia, Ohio State, got in midway through the season with the Bears, 32 starts. Between North Dakota State and the Niners, Trey Lance only has 19 career starts in all of college and the pros. And he's being handed a Super Bowl caliber team. Jamie, I love that you picked the Niners to go to the Super Bowl last year. It means you've got faith in not only Trey, but how they're going to support him. I, I got to see it first, right? I don't think it's crazy to question. Like, people are so sensitive about, hey, what do you mean? He could throw it. He's better than Jimmy. Let's see it. That's fair to see it. I want to know if he could take them even further than Jimmy. That's asking a lot. And yet, I see the Niners, not only by you, Jamie, by a lot of people being picked out of the NFC because they're so darn good everywhere else. All right, felt like I was loaded with a lot of skepticism there. Let's take a look at my questions, though. Trey Lance, good enough. What awaits us in New England? Who's catching those passes in Green Bay? Jalen Hurts, I'm not so sure on. And then Chargers. Five of our 25 colleagues chose the Chargers to hoist a Lombardi. They are not a perennial playoff team. I toss to you guys. What do you think? Peter, it makes me feel better that you have this burning question for your Super Bowl team. And you say, I have the Packers in there, but I don't know how they're going to do it because that's how I feel about the 49ers. I'm just like, yeah, put them yeah, in there. It's fair. I, I don't quite know. It's a You have the quarterback in Green Bay. You don't know what the other options are. You don't know what your option is a quarterback for the 49ers or what he can be, but you do know what his options are. It's very interesting juxtaposition. It is a yin and a yang there. We've done this long enough. There's two very dangerous things to say in our business. Yeah. One, I'm out on the Patriots. Yep. <laughs> And two, I believe in the Chargers. Both of those can burn you. Yep. They, they just burn you. Peter, yep. you're asking them And yet, time and time again, people do it every single I know. year. I know. Is this the year? And Jason, I ask you, your brother plays for the Patriots. You played there. One Super Bowl, like, is there a bit of maybe bemusement up there where uh -huh. everyone is saying uh -huh. that this team can't get it done? Maybe there's a little quiet confidence going on in that room. Or is this the year they fall off a, fall off a cliff and it's what, like it's over? Without a doubt, the adversity, it, it builds the character. So for them, they love to be the underdogs. When you've been that good for so long, everybody's always hyping you. So I think they're loving the fact that everybody's doubting them and they get an opportunity to prove everyone wrong. It builds character. It does it build character. <laughs> it's nice. It humbles them. Yeah. Um, yes. There are about a thousand questions. We'll get some answers on, on Sunday. I'll say this. I had some questions about how the Bills were going to show up. Yeah. Um, that was answered. That was number six, and you took it off your list. That was it was good. It was good. Hey, Peter, nice job. Attention, everybody. Get out your Harvey Grant Washington Bullets jersey because it's time for Who's in Your Lineup presented by Capital One Auto Navigator. Boom shakalaka. We are going to go back to the coin-op video games. 
Do you enjoy Ron Harper on the LA Clippers? Well, then you're going to like this segment. This is GMFB Jam. Here's the deal, guys. This season, we're going to try to get our razzle-dazzle on and heat up and get on fire. We are going to pick each and every week going into the weekend's games a running back wide receiver pair. A twosome, as you would see in certain basketball video games, that we think will have the best fantasy week here in the NFL. Each week, we'll face off against one another here at the table, head-to-head matchup, see whose duo comes out on top. This week, it's going to be Jason McCourty against Peter Schrager mm, in both the duos, and then Jamie Erdahl versus myself. Uh, Jason, tell us what wide receiver running back duo you picked. And first of all, when you were younger, what coin-op uh, video game, where did you play this game? There was a store called Cost Cutters. My mom would go in there, <laughs> and she would go shopping. As soon as we walked in, me and my brother, I need a quarter, I need a quarter. Yep. And we'd hit Streets of Rage. Was yeah! We would go and just what play. What town? This was somewhere in Bergen County, maybe Hillsborough. I couldn't Hillsborough, New Jersey. Somewhere it was, but I'm going with Joe Mixon and T. Higgins. I like it. They're going to be looking at Jamar Chase, and they're going to go off. Interesting. Yes. You're not yes. going with Jamar Chase. No. He's on fire. Wow. All right, we see you see Mixon has a nine power rating there. Peter, the, all the ratings are in. That's a tough one, Peter. Where did you play this game or any game, and who's your two? Who's there was two? an arcade in the Freehold Raceway Mall called Ooh. Time Out. And there was a guy that you would have to give your dollars to, and he would give you quarters, and he was like the boss of the place. And you'd hit the thing in his kick. Wasn't very nice. I remember him. Oh. Here is where I'm going. I'm going with the Arizona Cardinals. And I'm going with James Conner and Marquise Hollywood Brown. Now hear me out. I've got the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl and their defense oh. being improved. I think this is a shootout on Sunday. It says Rondale Moore. It should say Hollywood Brown, because yeah. I don't know if Rondale's gonna go, to be honest. Right. I'm going with Hollywood. 0 for 1 on this segment. James Conner and Hollywood Brown. We'll get them next week. We'll get the graphic right. That's why we email in the daytime. That's all right. I just want the win. It doesn't matter to me. I just want the win. Cross Carter, the guy with the coins. We've got Jason's Bengals pair against Peter's pseudo Cardinals pair. Jamie, where would you play the coin op games and who's your duo? Fuddruckers. They are a few between now, but I used to go to Fuddruckers and those the race car games. You just sit there like, I didn't even need a quarter. I could just simulate driving and crashing off the side of the road. I'm like, now that I'm a parent, man, I have appreciate a place you can just be like you're locked in you can't go anywhere i definitely was that kid i was running all over the fudruckers all right ezekiel elliott and cd lamb there's no connection you can make between the fudruckers and those two so i'm just going to say my answer uh this is my duo for the dallas cowboys they are going against the buccaneers this will be cd lamb's first game as wide receiver one can he prove himself and ezekiel elliott you're making all this money let's show us what you can do I'm going to crush you, James. What do you mean? Oh, 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 oh,
the Hawks. Here. Be the I team. Give me a, a, a Steve Smith. Or Give something. me Spud Webb. Cliff Levinston. Oh, <laughs> love it. All right, coming up, Josh Allen played like a boss, played like a man possessed last night. Did the Bills exceed the offseason expectations? It's a shocking question, but it it frankly may well have happened. We're going to talk about it. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then he's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Bills flew to Los Angeles. They played that game. They beat the Rams. They just went straight to the Hollywood Walk of Fame, put their hands and feet in the cement, and then they went back to Buffalo. I mean, that was an absolute show <laughs> they put on last night against the defending champs. The buzz around this team all offseason was unbelievable. Three of us picked them to be Super Bowl champs, but sometimes too much talk is too much. But this time it lived up to the hype. So is there a possibility that the Bills last night exceeded our expectations? Because let's say we were here. We, were, really up. High. we were here. Like, is it up there in the lights? Yeah, I think it is. It's as, it's as high up as it possibly can go. I mean, I'm watching the game last night. I text my brother, and I'm just like, bro, if you want to come join the breakfast table, <laughs> like, maybe we could pull up an extra seat because this Josh Allen guy, these Buffalo Bills, this defense – they look unbeatable, and you have to go against them two times this season. Like, I'm, I'm happy I'm no longer in that division in the <laughs> AFC East, but they looked awesome. I mean, you talk about Ken Dorsey. Like we said earlier, Brian Dable's gone. Ken Dorsey is now his show. Josh Allen was getting rid of the ball so fast. He wasn't holding on to it, got sacked, but didn't take a lot of sacks, didn't make many wrong decisions, had one bad throw that was intercepted by Troy Hill. But as you watch their offense, they took everything that the Rams gave them. The Rams were playing a softer coverage, playing off in zone, and he was getting the ball. He didn't have 
many throws over 20 yards in the first half because he was just getting it, getting it right to the guy. And you saw Stephon Diggs late in that game make a huge touchdown pass and make catches throughout the entire game. And that's how you show up. You're the number one receiver. You're the guy we're all watching. And he made mm. play after play for that Buffalo Bill offense. It was fun to watch. Jason, you've been on the show now seven weeks, eight weeks. That might have been your most emphatic take, and I love it because oh, awesome. you're fired up, and I feel the same way. I, I think that the Bills come into this thing, and it's, well, Josh Allen's getting all this hype, and, all that, and then it's like they punched him in the mouth. You know, like it wasn't mm -hmm. a finesse game. It wasn't what was like this high scoring. Let's just have a nice aerial show. It's like they beat the crap out of the Rams last mm -hmm. night physically. And I'm talking like big plays. And that could have gone a different way as Stefan Diggs. Like you don't usually get four turnovers uh -huh. and still win by 21 points against a defending happen. champion. No. It didn't matter. Early on in this game when like the Bills offense was sputtering a little bit and like the Bills defense was like, no, no, we got you. Every time that the Rams had a chance to capitalize on what the Bills mistakes were, the Bills defense was there to pick them right up. That's why they lived up to the hype. This was a complete win here. This wasn't just 31 points from the offense. The defense held the Rams to 10 and made Matt Stafford and Sean McVay look like they weren't prepared for this game. It was very one-sided, and that was with four turnovers. What a complete win by the Bills. And Sean McVay essentially admitted that, that he did not do a good enough job in preparing this team for that game last night. Yeah, first words out of his mouth, we weren't prepared. Mm -hmm. and like, I actually doubt that. You're worried that they were prepared and they just weren't good enough, and the Bills were that good. You're talking about expectations and hype, when sometimes they supersede sports. And yesterday, and I sat here and I, I, I played the Hollywood card to try to really sum up what we were expecting from Allen going into last night. It was like this. There's this expectation. It's L.A., it's Hollywood. I always think of the movie Seven, when Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt are trying to find John Doe, the serial killer, and he's built up as this mythical figure. And, and Brad Pitt says, if we catch him, and he turns out to be the devil, like Satan himself, it might live up to our expectations. That's what we're looking for Josh Allen tonight. He's the devil. Yep. <laughs> He's fully He's the, the devil. devil. He's the devil. Yep. It, it lived up to our expectation. We had last night, he, he was wrath, rage, Plague. envy, pride, <laughs> as some sort of gluttony at the goal line. He had the Rams head in a freaking box by the end of the thing and making them open it and look at it. Like, they, it, it's he's the devil. It, sloth. It, sloth. <laughs> what else is there? Lust. I don't even, I, I, I've committed, I'll commit them all tonight. But like, he did that just in LA. I think you did watching Alan last night. Yeah. <laughs> Great night. I watched the Twitter feed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had a cigarette after this game. It's incredible. Put on some Kenny G, ate some oysters and chocolate. Oh my God, it was so good. Walked down to my kitchen in my underwear afterwards, ate at the refrigerator. It was awesome. It was, it was incredible. Oh my what God. What a night. You know, uh, passionate yet gentle, you know, in the same way. <laughs> I felt one, like at one, one point hell of in the a game, they were holding hands and interlocking. I mean, it was like it was I've been there with Mahomes. It's a beautiful <laughs> feeling when the guy actually does the job. Awesome. And you're like, yes, all the awesome. hype I gave you, you fulfilled, and you've know. been the Josh Allen guy. How I just responded to it's your segment love. is is the word that I came up with yeah. thinking about the Bills last night, which is unbothered, because that bothered me. But like the Bills last night against the Rams, they just look unbothered. Let's remind ourselves what set the stage for the Bills. You have to fly across country. Your weather people, your meteorologists in Buffalo are warning fans about how hot it is yeah, in Southern right. California. You're there for a couple days. You have this emotional Super Bowl unveiling for the other team that you have to witness. And then that is your stage yourself as you are entering the season. That is your expectation. You just have to stare at that as that happens. So many heavy things that could have weighed on the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen. 
yet absolutely unbothered. I mean, Josh Allen, his execution was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Specifically, I saw a stat about halfway through the game that he hadn't thrown a ball farther than 20 yards mm -hmm. well into the game. And that was just mm -hmm. setting this team up for some of those highlight-worthy mm -hmm. passes we saw in the second half. But he was just saying, draw him in, get the ball out fast so we don't have to deal with an Aaron Donald. And then all of a sudden, what do you have? The cornerbacks are floating in, floating in, and then he's like, bam, 78 yards. Bam, 86 yards. Oh, me? You're going to come after me? Nope. Go, go, gadget arm. Extension. I mean, it's just spectacular, patient, unbothered. And he just seemed like that the entire, all the way through his post-game press conference. <laughs> it was unbelievable. There was no emotional roller coaster, good or bad. And that's exactly what you need from a team with this much hype and expectation because you need it to be sustainable. I think the Bills outcoached the Rams yesterday, too. I mean, yeah. there was obviously a game plan to throw it really quick and really emphatically, and we're not going to mess with 99. Got it out of our hands. Yeah. And just let's just remember, the Brian Dable thing is gone. Never mind a step back with Ken Dorsey. Mm. What if they're better with Ken Dorsey, a younger guy who Allen loves? Like, just, just, that was a really impressive offensive performance by the coaching staff last night, too. Uh, speaking of youthful energy, Ian Rappaport is joining us. Ian. Week one is just getting started, but you have something you have to fill us in on the injury front. We are going to see Michael Thomas, or will we, on the field for the Saints this weekend. Plus, Lamar Jackson, is today the day that we get a big-time extension, new deal for that quarterback in Baltimore? Well, we'll start with Michael Thomas. Definitely one of the more intriguing players over the last couple of years. Limited time on the practice field, numerous injuries, a couple foot surgeries to try to get him on the field. Just really has not happened lately, but it sounds like it's headed towards happening this weekend. And Dennis Allen, I would say, was cautiously optimistic about his star receiver, saying, yeah, he's progressing, and basically, if he keeps progressing, we'll see him on the field. Michael Thomas talking to reporters yesterday, basically saying that he wants to put the product on the field every Sunday that makes everyone know what kind of receiver he is. And the question was, okay, does that mean this Sunday? And he said, that is the plan. So yes, after battling a somewhat nagging hamstring injury for much of the last couple weeks, it does seem like Michael Thomas is headed toward being on the field and reminding us how good a receiver he actually is. Meanwhile, the Lamar Jackson situation still lingers. He talked about how today was the day, the deadline for a long-term deal. And Anything is possible. There can be a breakthrough in talks at any moment, especially as you get closer and closer to game time as the risk gets greater and greater for any player uh, putting their body out there on the field. I just, I don't sense any momentum toward a deal. Could happen. Today is obviously a big day, but as of right now, I just don't get the feeling that a big time, mega, uh, hugely guaranteed, fully guaranteed deal for Omar Jackson is coming. That has been a fascinating situation to watch, and I'm sure more incoming. Ian Rappaport, thank you so much. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. 
Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit Slack.com to get started.